This is the Hartford Online Radio Network. 21st Century Audio. Delivered. On the horn.com. I like it. Yeah, that is good. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Rock and roll. Welcome to our new theme. <laughs> it's a new theme music here. We are open for business, the podcast that explores all things business, entrepreneurship, technology, uh, customer service, marketing, and making a few honest dollars for yourself. Bandwidth for On the Horn is provided by Amazon S3 servers. Amazon is storage over the internet. Retrieve any amount of data at any time from anywhere on the web. Highly scalable, reliable, secure, and fast, all inexpensive. And from a name you trust, Amazon. For more information about Amazon S3 servers, visit AmazonAWS.com. This is episode 39, a little bit of a mishmash. Uh, you know, we found out that uh, Stephen Covey passed away. So we're going to spend some time reviewing his... Uh, I, well, Tommy brought the seven habits, so we'll, we'll talk about those. But a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, free Wi-Fi coming up in uh, New York City. Uh, Seth Godin had a really interesting blog post that uh, Ken found, and I have a lot of interesting discussions uh, about that, but uh, so this is going to be episode 3939. Open for Business is sponsored by Gateway Financial, the accounting from Abudwitz and Meyer Jack, Deepwater Seafood of Avon Central, ctdental.com, and you. You sponsor us. I appreciate it. I'm Brian Parker, joined by Zen Master Tommy Russo, co owner of LR Productions, the most successful production house in the state of Connecticut, perhaps the nation, perhaps the world. And yet he still wants me to buy lunch on Friday. <laughs> also joining us is Ken Cook. And I can't make lunch. Uh, acclaimed, author, acclaimed author, speaker, uh, guy who runs out on the tab, Fortune 500 consultant and contributor to Inc. Magazine. Which, can we just charge your account? Depends on where you go. Don't you have an account at, at Max Downtown? Not at Max Downtown. Hey, look, he's now running Peer to Peer Advisors. Check him out at Peer to Peer Advisors. Dot com. So, well, you know, let's get to the, uh, well, are we going to do the quotes first and then we'll talk about, about the passing of Stephen Covey? Yeah, and actually what I'm going to do is I am going to use a couple of Stephen Covey's quotes to oh, help good, to good. create a very nice segue. And, well, I think Ken and I have a good chance of getting these right today then, if they're both from Stephen Covey. Maybe. Maybe. Well, Maybe. Then, you know, that's a good point. I already gave it away. So here's the first one. Seth Godin. And this one, for me, was a life changer, and I have a feeling for those that read it too, it's the space between stimulus and response. The that will help. Right. The space between stimulus and response that will help determine the person you are and the kind of life you lead. And this next one is more of a concept than a quote. That one, wait a minute. That, that, that one's one got to, we got to ruminate on that. I got yeah. to think on that it's one. The, that's the first time I've heard that. Between, Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's, that is. Stimulation and response. So it's, I, I'm thinking of it, let, let's do it in advertising mode. It's stimulation is the content of the ad, and the response is the call to action because someone just went down and bought a Big Mac at McDonald's. That's, so it's that time in between that determines the kind of person you are. Absolutely. You can be stimulated 
but should you or should you not respond? Certainly there's a whole other context. It could be a relationship. You know, your wife calls you a fat, lazy slob. It could and, be uh, it could be uh, addicted to marijuana or cocaine or drugs or alcohol or something, you know? Absolutely. You get stimulated by an environment. Here's the stimulation. You're in a bar room and you know that you shouldn't, yeah. but the stimulation is there. And how do you respond? How do you in respond? In that space mm -hmm. in between of slowing yourself down enough to be conscious, to learn to breathe in those moments and say, no, that's not good for me. So what's behind Covey's thought, I, let me see if I can paraphrase it back. Okay, what I'm hearing is that how you handle good and bad and the speed with which you respond to each says a lot about who you are. It, it could be, yeah. but it could also be, um, you know, it's it's... The it's not you're going to be stimulated by something or other, whether it's you know good or bad. You know, if you see a puppy, you're going to be stimulated. Be like, oh, I love this little puppy. I love yeah. the little puppy. So, but what do you do? How you respond? What do you do with that with stimulation? Well, the, here's another way. Here's another spin on it, and and I think this would be true of all three of us. At least that's my sense. All three of us are quick-minded, and often that quick-mindedness serves us extremely well, mm -hmm. except in those moments when it doesn't. Except so, when you put your foot in your mouth. Yeah. and it's Like that, I did today. Well, mm. there you go. And so in that particular case, when that stimulation motivated you to insert the foot in your mouth. I, I see a story with the head shake here. <laughs> I see a story. But, but to wrap this point up before we hear Brian's story, it was in that moment that you had the ability to choose not to react, but learn better to respond, to breathe, take two steps back, maybe 20 steps back and say... Let me think about that. All right, so everything's context-dependent. Always. And the window to the soul is how you respond to the context. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 It's another good, another good paraphrase on your part. Okay. I'm getting there. Now tell us the story. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's, no, it was a little foot in the mouth. I was talking to this gal that I know, and... I hadn't seen her in, you know, just in the business world. You don't see everybody constantly. and But she's been around for a while, and uh, so I've gotten to know her, and we're friendly. Okay. And I said, hey, it's great. How are you doing? Good to see you. How was your dad? And he said, he died two years ago. And I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> a little longer than I thought oh. since we last spoke. Huh? Okay, yeah. No. I'm so connected in your Tommy, world. I think that transcends. Segway, second quote, please. <laughs> and the second quote, it's not really even a quote, but I remember reading this for the first time and thinking, boy, does he have it nailed. We go to bed with the absolute best intentions. We're going to get up. We're going to work out. We're going to finish this project. We're going to do whatever. And Covey's whole mindset was, it's a mind over mattress moment. I love it. Yeah. It's mind over mattress. I, How I've, many times <laughs> you wake up in the morning with all those great intentions from the night before and say, no, this just feels way <laughs> yeah. too yeah. good. Especially a rainy morning. <laughs> I, right. had a, um, yeah. I had a personal trainer who I think is just terrific. Uh, this guy, Lincoln Champagne. And I was in the best shape of my life. This is my early twenties. Lincoln 20s. Champagne. Lincoln Champagne was I his like name. That. I'll give him a plug. I don't know if he does it anymore, but this is you know, fifteen years ago. And his wife, bubbly. But his, uh, <laughs> no, his. Sorry. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> I've heard. But he he used to tell me, 
Brian, the longest mile you're going to run today is from the couch to the front door. I was like, uh-huh. I get it. That's a mind-over-mattress moment. It's a mind-over-mattress moment Yeah, to absolutely. go right along with it. Absolutely. So I laugh at my, to this day, I read that in Covey 20 years ago, um, even a little bit more than that. And and to this day, there are mornings where I wake up, usually I'm motivated in the morning, but I do have those mind over mattress mornings. Yeah. And it's me psyching myself up to say, I got to get out of bed. I'm going to do mm. this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So those are the two Covey quotes. There, you know? There's yeah. great stuff. There's, you know, there's a lot of little quotes like that mind over mattress thing. I'm thinking of another one. Uh, uh, move a muscle to change a thought, you know, which is kind of the same thing. You know, I just want to sit here and watch television all day. I'm not going to love these <laughs> chips. That's all I'm going to do. And like, you cannot get out of that. But sometimes you just need to get up and go for a little walk. Do and by the end of the walk, you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to do, I mean, I want to take out the trash early today, or I'm going to, I'm going to go clean the basement or, you know, something like that. As soon as you get moving, you know, momentum begets momentum. So we talked a little bit about just kind of going through the seven habits, which yeah. was truly the book that put Mr. Covey and his it thinking oh, on, yeah, on the map. But before we do that, I want to read something that was written about him this morning. The world has lost a truly great soul today. Stephen Covey was a man whose work was love made visible. He touched millions of people by the strength of his integrity and the depth of his caring. He was a personal friend, an extraordinary father, and a model for what human beings are truly capable of. And that quote comes from Mr. Tony Robbins. Wow. Right. Tony Robbins. And I think he's the guy with the big teeth, right? Right. Big teeth right. Tony, they call him. Big teeth and perfect hair. <laughs> That's right. He scares me a little bit. Does he? There's something that I, you know, and I don't know the guy, but he just, there's something about him that I'm like. So let me ask you, would you walk on fire for him? Hmm. I'll tell you though, my what convinced me on Robbins not being a flim flam artist, flim flam, I love it. Yeah, was the first time I heard the story of he's all about improvement, helping people yeah. find improvement. He's he's all about getting off the mattress, exactly for sure. And one of his first contracts was with the U.S. Army, right. and he was going to help their sharpshooters, or basically help their people, their soldiers become better shooters. So. The army gets there and he says, okay, here are the top, or here's the bottom 10%. These are the worst shooters we have. See what you can do with them. Yeah. And Robin's immediate response was, no, I want your top 10%. Because if I can improve them, everybody else will definitely improve. Huh. That impressed me. What a great story. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What a great insight. And you know the thing about getting back to Covey for a moment. We were talking about mind over mattress and have a thought, move a muscle kind of thing. That's going backwards on his seven habits. That's renewal. Take care of yourself. Do something for yourself, and then you will have opportunity to continually improve. And that's what his number seven is, is renewal and continuous improvement. Sharpen the saw. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Sharpen the saw, yeah. No, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Is that you want, one? Yeah. What's your favorite out of the seven, Tommy? Wow, good one. Boy, oh boy. It would toggle back and forth between begin with the end in mind yeah. and and putting first things first. Yeah. Th those two okay. those two ring and resonate for me. I have to say 
nearly on a daily basis. They really I, yeah, do. I, I think that beginning with the end in mind is that's the one that's got to be the, mm -hmm. the big one for me. You have to have kind of like the picture of where you want to go. Know the vision, know and, the mission. And, and maybe it's just the way my mind works. But if I can think of what the task is or somewhat looks like at the end, mm -hmm. I'm much better. Because I, I'll get in, into a project, and if I don't know what the end looks like, I am off on tangents left and right. Maybe I can use, maybe I should put some visuals in this. Maybe there's an audio thing. Maybe, oh, should I stream it online? No, maybe I shouldn't stream it online. Maybe I do post-production. You know what I need? I need a big studio. Maybe I should buy a studio. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, should we be sitting at desks? I mean, I, no, I got to have what it looks like at the end, and then I go toward it. Okay. What does that mean to you, Ken? What's, what's begin with the end in mind mean to you? Oh, that's, it's all about goal setting. It's all about knowing what you want coming out. And if you don't have a goal, you'll end up wherever you end up. But if you have a goal, you've got something to go towards. Yeah. And do you see the dovetail connection between begin with the end in mind and the whole concept of the space between stimulus and response? Mm, yeah, I, I, I can get there. I mean, they're not directly connected in my head, but stimulus and response is, for me, probably more tied to putting first things first. I can see that, too. Yeah. I, I see the connection be between them as well, but both. But yeah. I can see why you would say that. Yeah, but Absolutely. I mean, if I look at the top seven, there are the seven habits that Covey has graciously given to the world, actually. Uh, the one, the two of them that really resonate for me are understand, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Great one. Followed by synergize because all of them are valuable. All of them are important. But the first three are all about looking at yourself. Right. And the second three, with those two that I just quoted being uh, five and six, six yeah. they are all about people connecting to each other yeah think win-win starts that theme precisely uh yeah. and the, the only problem i have with number six synergize is i just too many people talk about let's talk about the synergies of our business maybe we have some synergies between us but it's but it's it blossomed from covey because this came out in the 80s <clears throat> right yeah exactly Keep well I, I th yeah no yeah. i, I so think that's probably what it was so if yeah, there was a word or a phrase that you would choose to replace synergize what would it be brian uh, cohabitate. <laughs> Let's see if our businesses can cohabitate. I'm going to use two words, trust and build. Trust and build? Yeah. You got to trust somebody to synergize with them, and synergy is a matter of one plus one equals three. There's a, uh, you know, we're going to get into something like that in one of your topics with, uh, with Seth Godin's article. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Do you want to do a little bit more about Covey and then go into Seth? I just want—I I want to take a quick little break here just to um, pay some bills. But what do you want to do? Do you want to? Keep I just want to—I'll wrap with Covey with one yeah. short little two-word sentence. Thank you. That's it. Okay. Thank you. So read your—read your little commercial. I will read my little commercial. Now, hey, <laughs> talk about starting with the end in mind. Let me tell you, you certainly want to do that if you're going on vacation. You certainly want to know. Where exactly you're going, because that could get ugly. Uh, but one of our terrific sponsors, Sandit Travel, um, 
you know, it is tough in this day and age to figure out exactly what a travel agent does for you. And I am someone that books online sans travel agents, and, and I have, and I've done it for you know the past five or six years. Uh, one of the things that's kind of a nice little perk is every once in a while, you know, and what do you pay these guys, 30, 40 bucks to put together a trip for you? That, that's all these guys do for you. But they get credits back from whether it be the airlines or the car rentals and, and the hotels. Every once in a while, you get like, you know, two nights from these guys or you get, uh, you know, you get a huge discount off your, uh, off your car that you can't find online or on your hotel. Uh, and, and that's really, you know, what it is. They are playing this crazy little float game where uh, they they have to, one, they have to book your travel so it is as inexpensive as, as you can find online. And then they charge you a couple bucks for that service. Um, but then you get these little perks, and that's really why to uh, invest your money in, in a travel agent. And now I do all my, uh, all my traveling is done through, it's actually done through Sandits, I would always use a, a travel agent now. Uh, it's very easy to uh, to get in touch with uh, Santa's Travel. You can uh, you can call them. You can come in. They're brick and mortars, so you can always come in if you want to look at maps and stuff or hotels and reserve right there. Or you can log on to their website, SantasTravel.com, and uh, you can book a trip on there. It's really terrific. Uh, so check out Sandit's Travel if you're going anywhere. I would suggest going north, no matter where you are in the United States. <laughs> go north, because it's cooler there, and it's a heat wave now. So maybe there's some good deals you can get on going to, like, Nova Scotia or something. What's the Nova Scotia weather like right now, you think? Cooler than here. Cooler than here. Guy I met today, Prince Edward Island, was his recommendation. Oh, it's beautiful. That's what I hear. Been there a couple times. Right. And Sandit's Travel will book it. And Sandit's Travel will book it because Prince Edward Island... It's cooler than here. This just in from the newsroom news director Ken Cook. Thank you very much. All right. So, so your your wrap up on Mr. Stephen Covey. I know you had one. Yes, two words. Two thank words. You. Thank you. That's my wrap up. You stole my thunder. Damn it! I would say thank you too. Changed my life. And those of you that haven't read any of his work, make sure you do, including his most recent book, The Third Alternative. And the other thing I want to say. One more thing. Yes. I'm bummed out at the national media. I have to say this. Yes. Mm, yes. For more reasons than one, but including today, not giving this man who influenced millions of people and his influence will be with us in perpetuity, not giving him the credit that he deserves on air. Shame on you. Shame on that. No, I totally agree with you. I agree, too. I, I think it's ridiculous that we got, you know, the pedophile Michael Jackson gets two weeks worth of uh, news coverage. And someone commented to me today, you know, when uh, Whitney Houston died, we had basically two months of oh, gosh. of nonstop. Okay, and she had her contribution, but give me an effing break. She was a singer, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I will tell you though, the national anthem has never sounded so good as the time she did it in that Super Bowl. No doubt, a, a brilliant singer, but you know. Did you hear little kudos? Do you know Maurice Cheeks? No. Basketball coach, used to play for the Sixers? Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. Coaching, I don't even know what team he coaches now, but they had a young teenage girl singing the national anthem before the game starts. I'm maybe 14, 15 years old at the most. 
gets out there, beautiful voice, going through it, halfway through, forgets the words. Oh, God. And you could see her just breaking down, lost in the moment, 18,000 people, and she doesn't know what to do. And here comes six-foot-seven-inch Maurice Cheeks, very warmly putting his arm around her and singing it with her. Oh, oh my that's God, great. what a great class By the act. time it was done, the entire arena was singing the national anthem. That's great. Good that was a great him. story. Good wanted... Was this recently? Oh, yeah. It was on the news yesterday. <clears throat> That's yeah. great. I oh. thought that was very cool. Neat stuff. Uh, Ken, you found a great article, Making Money in the Digital World. Yeah. And I hope you're an expert at it, because clearly I'm not doing it. Uh, Seth Godin's <laughs> blog entry, Monetizing the Digital Attention, is intriguing. I love this description you have. <laughs> Everyone just wants to sit at home, develop content, put it on the web, and have people pay them scads of money for it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Doesn't you our audience think like that? I thought I thought I was the only one that knew that business model. <laughs> I mean, there are more people. I'm shocked. Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> well, what, tell us about this article and what do you like about it. Well, one, I like the source. I think Seth Godin is one of the more leading edge minds when it comes to the digital world these days uh he's a very small man by the way he's a very small like five 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 six maybe 130 pounds soaking wet and he wears orange big frame glasses they're really weird looking but that aside he's a prolific author and he has taken all of his books and gone digital he does not publish hard copy anymore The man is in the digital world 100%. And what he said in this blog entry, monetizing digital attention, is give it away. Yeah. Give it away. Because if it's free, you'll get people to stop by and say hello. And when they say hello, you can respond to them, engage them. And it's from that engagement that opportunity presents itself. And that's when they can buy stuff. He had two phrases that I loved. One of them is on the in the blog entry itself. It's almost impossible to hold information hostage online. Meaning, I'm going to dangle in front of you this great offer that I have. And if you give me a little bit of money, I'll tell you all about it and let you have all of the information. Forget it. Online world is different. People aren't going to hang around. There's too many other options. The other thing that he did was he took, the, on, and this is on his actual site, he has a whole series of products from free to $15, which is basically, and as he describes it, all of my books, little above, little below, $2 signs, which is come to a public program I do, or $3 signs, I bring my program to you. Hmm. And he opens that by saying, this is my take on the availability and value of what I offer. Free, $15, $2 signs, $3 signs. And, you, I mean, in, in an instant, in less mm. than three seconds, you can pick up what he has to offer and get a whole bunch of people to sign up for free, and he captures the name. Wow. Yeah, and and that's important to to capture that name. That's the key. Well, Brian, you're giving it away uh, for free. Uh, am I? Mm. <laughs> I am a, I am a giving it away for free. Yeah. <laughs> our that's challenge. What I'm doing. A little self analysis. Our challenge is we don't ask enough people to tell us who they are. 
You know, there's an interesting piece in that Seth Godin thing. And in the show notes, by the way, what we're going to do is we're going to link to all the stories that we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Ken and I were talking about that. We're, we're, you know, we're learning just like you are. Um, but the, the number two thing, you know, he said earn trust. Then two, connect the tribe. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Because, you know, the earn the trust is gathering the tribe. Correct. And then connecting the tribe is having them start the discussion. Yeah. Which then grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. Um, and then sell something. Sell something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he specifically says sell something offline. You know, but he, well, what he really means is don't sell the content. Um, I have actually was thinking about, maybe this was spurred because I was reading your article. I, I don't remember. But I was driving over here and I was thinking, you know what I need to do is I want to do some kind of, I don't know if it's a video or blog entry or something like that, that explains to people about having an investment philosophy. And that is not, that doesn't mean like, well, you know, I'm going to be conservative or I'm going to be aggressive. What it means is us investment guys have all of these strategies that we create and the gazillion of them. And a whole bunch of them work and a whole bunch of them don't work. And it really doesn't matter. Right. You know, so I figured out a little system for, you know, myself and my clients. And, you know, it, it does pretty good. I can pretty much beat any benchmark by two or 300 basis points. There are some people that can do much, 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 much better than that. There are some people that can do just as good. There's some people that can't do anything. Really, it doesn't mean anything. There's a million different ways to, to you know, slice this bread or whatever, skin a cat. Um, but there is a system to finding that, which is how you look at indicators, how you rate the indicators. All right. And that's the one thing that that's the one common thread that all of us have is we use the same or extraordinarily similar system to get a process in place, a theme, if you will, a strategy for investing. Okay. Now I was thinking, what if I taught people how to look at one, what, what the indicators were? That we all look at, because you oh, know what? Now he's. I'm getting the dots connected now. There you go. Took so, me a minute. Get you know, show you what the indicators are, and you know, I don't look at all of them, but you know, I probably find pretty much all of them. Uh, how to how to you know rank them, and then how to kind of correlate them back and forth with what you know your investments are doing, and so and you put up the comes. Brian Parker financial whirlwind wealth of information site, and for free, I'll tell you what my investment strategy is. No. I'm not going to tell you what my investment strategy is. I'm going to tell you how you can find, you can make an investment strategy of your own. Using? Using the same system that everyone in the world uses. Now, I mean, the, the problem is I can't, I'm having trouble explaining it because I have to use words like system. But there are indicators, uh, you know, like this. Uh, S&P 500 goes down. Well, that probably means that uh, the the bond indexes are going to be up the next day. Okay? All right. So that's an indicator. Uh, Housing prices drop suddenly. Well, if housing prices drop suddenly, what does that tell us about the market? That tells us that people can't sell their house for for what they thought they could get. And so the movement out of one mortgage into another mortgage is going to be less frequent, which means there's going to be a slowdown in money, which means that mortgage prices themselves have to go down. So what does that mean? 
stock prices have to go up. So, you know, so there's these neat little things. It's just kind of like these little indicators. You know, when this happens, this happens. You know, there's this inverse reaction, that inverse reaction. Back to Godin for a minute, though. Yeah. If you were going to monetize digital attention, Mm -hmm. I mean, the example he uses, and what's the guy's name? Paul Wolf has a site about how to learn to play the bass. Right. And he's got... I forget how many videos in the series, two, three, four, that you can get for free. And download the videos, and he'll show you the basics of how to learn to play the bass. Yeah. Then if you want to go further with it, you can. Now, when you say you can, what does that mean? That means How do you uh, go further? He's got more elaborate lessons that you can download in DVD And are those still formats. free? Or? No, you pay for them. Okay, so the first three or four are the wet your whistle component of it. Yeah. And then good. after that, it's okay, sink your teeth in and pony up with the bucks. Yeah, and for something like that, my guess is that you're going to get 80% of the visitors, normal rule of thumb on the scale, 80% of the visitors are going to go free and 20% are going to pay money for something more. Right. So, so it really becomes like most everything else, a numbers game. Absolutely. But the point that Godin makes, which I'm still having a hard time bridging to your investment philosophy, is what are you giving that attracts 100% of which you'll get 20% to put their money with you? Um, Certainly not Kind of good taking looks. away the secrets. Like, well, actually... Taking away the idea that there is investment secrets. All you know, everyone right. keeps saying that, oh, there's the, I have the secret to investing. There is no secret. There's a thousand different ways to do this, and you can do it on your own. So you're going to be... If the, you don't mind the hassle, which the, is not really that bad. You're going to be the wizard of investment and take us behind the curtain. I can be, I can be the guy, but there is no wizard. That's the other... That's the that's point that's of the, the wizard of Oz. Thing. There is no wizard. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't. Investment whiz... Investment whiz, okay. Investment whiz. Or whiz on your investment. Whiz on my investment. Whiz on your investment. Together we whiz. We're we're diverting here, Tommy. Save us. (laughs) Yeah, we we actually, I think, have derailed. So, Well, that was my big idea. And if you guys... You were going to talk about the HBZ article, but I don't know. I'd... That's This is the cool... That's politics. Yeah, more politics than business. But what I am interested in was what you found, Tom, about your online online reputation. reputation. And I tried some of this stuff out, which we should get to right after we talk about folks who have a great reputation. On and offline. On and offline. And that is Deepwater Seafood of Avon. I was actually just telling you guys. If I had reverb, I'd go Deepwater. Do you want some reverb? Do you really want reverb? I want reverb. Deep water. Deep water. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good when you go deep water. <laughs> I'm deep water. You gotta go deep water. Deep water. Deep water seafood. Okay. Um, by the way, we're talking about deep water seafood of Avon, Farmington Valley's freshest seafood store. Um, these guys are in Avon, Connecticut, on 44. And uh, I, let me tell you something. You will not, you will not go back to Stop and Shop, or Big Y, or one of these big uh, grocery stores to get fish. Once you try these guys' fish, it is that good. 
Why is it so fresh? Because, my good friends, they get two deliveries a day. That means that your fish is like less than 12 hours old. That's pretty fantastic. Never been frozen. That's pretty fantastic. And yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's maybe not as convenient as going, you know, getting all your, you know, accessories you got to get from the grocery store and then going over to deep water. It's not as convenient, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Deep water seafood has uh, all sorts of great stuff. Grilled fish items. If you don't want to cook it, they'll cook it for you right there. How great is that? Uh, they can do scampi if you want to do that. Fish and chips, soups, bisque, chowders. Uh, you know what else they do is catering. And in August, I am throwing a very large, I don't know what else to call it other than barbecue picnic event at my house. And uh, you can you better believe deep water. And then the guy is kind of down the street. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, the meat house, which is like deep water, but they do meat. <laughs> <laughs> These two guys are going to be catering the whole thing. It is just, I'm very excited for it. And you know what? I want you to be there. So just, you know, you know, g- give me a call. I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Deepwater has the uh, very best in shrimp cocktail. They can find it anywhere. You can order. Uh, you can set aside. They'll set aside your order if you, if you give them a call during the day. 860-676-9657. Or you can go over to their website, deepwaterseafood.com, and you can order there. They get it. They uh, We had so many people going to Deepwater uh, after hearing their commercials here. Mm-hmm. And I started railing on them for your sponsoring. You dumb people at Deepwater. You're sponsoring on the horn. Yes. An online netcast. Yes. And people can't order online. All you need is like an email address or a little form on your website. Get it done. And people started going over there. Dave Dave Moore, by the way, they're Dave Moore's client. Dave Moore got very nervous because I was bashing him on the air. But so many people went over there. They paid their web guy to get online ordering up on their website. Good for them. So that's a great little success story. It's a whole new spin on You got to be casting. where the people yeah. are. You got to be where the people are. People are net online. Casting. That's so bad. <laughs> What's a, it's, it's, oh, netcasting. Yeah. Oh. oh. I get it. That is so funny. I am so wonderfully slow. <laughs> so go check him out. Deepwater Seafood of Deep water. Avon. Let us get to this. Uh, rep- now, I, I didn't go to the My Reputation one. I went to the socialmention.com. I did too. Did you find your name? No. I didn't find my name. Yep. I mean, I went in there. I found a, I found my name, but it wasn't me. It was my name with other people attached to it. I, I didn't mean, even me, find me, my need, name. Use, needless to say, there's a lot of Tommy Russo's in the world. Yeah. I know that's hard to believe. It's only one Zen master Tommy Russo, but there's a lot of us out there. Yeah. But no, I, uh, you know, I, I didn't go as far deep into the pages, but as long as I didn't show up on the first three. But, but. What? You know, let, I looked. Let me ask for me and everybody else listening that is oh, yeah. not aware of what you're talking about. Yeah, Good point. Probably, yeah, what okay. is this? Uh, I happened to, in Inc. Magazine, read an article that uh, written by, I'm forgetting his name now. I should have put John that Brandon. Thank you. John Brandon. Thank you. Uh, John saying that he had recently written an article on gaming that was a bit controversial. And he got slammed by all kinds of gamers, and and 
uh, he really wanted to minimize the impact of his online reputation that was taken a beating because of his somewhat controversial article on this p piece of gaming software. Uh, and that's when he discovered the two uh, websites that we just mentioned, myreputation.com and socialmention.com. Social yeah. And he found uh, several, and underline the word several, uh, mentions about him, some not so positive at all, some, you know, kind of flatline, and some very positive. But he was able to, in the moment, respond to these individuals to begin to minimize, if not eliminate, his uh, negative online persona. Okay, so that's the role of the site, is to open up a dialogue. Exactly. Okay. It's incredible. I, For those of you not listening via the... Uh, live stream here i know you're just audio but i'm actually showing the results of me brian parker who is blasted everywhere uh over the internet you know i do what seven shows here i'm on five or six other podcasts during the week i, I mentioned on every single blog post that we have ever done you know 4.5 million page views nothing nothing you're not there at all no the, the, in fact, number one result is for Dave Parker, whoever he is. Ex-Pittsburgh Pirate. Uh, yes, in fact, you're right. I'm Dave Parker back. wins Good the All-Star Game MVP after cutting down Jim Rice and Brian Downing. Hmm. Well, there's a Brian anyway. Brian Parker <laughs> is not funny. That can't possibly be me. <laughs> Let's check that one out. <laughs> No, I it's some some random Twitter account, but yeah, I mean I am not here. I'm scrolling down the entire page. Brian Swanson. All right, yeah, great. So we either have to amp up your controversy or give you a milk toast nickname, or or maybe we uh, maybe this is fine. Maybe this is the result you want. Well, based I'm not on, sure. I mean, I'm thinking, or maybe they're in media. Sucks. I'm thinking if you're in media, you want attention, any attention. How about you, Ken? Did you do a search of yourself? I did not visit the site. So Let's I look up not. Jerry Brooks, who's one of the local newscasters here. Uh, from uh, is it NBC 30? NBC 30, yeah. Jerry with a G. Jerry with a G, Jerry Brooks. Let's see what comes across here. I'll, I'll put up the shot here again. And searching across the content. Newton players help Trident... Sports with New England baseball. Nope. Brooks Kramer. That's the first one it is. So he's picking over. Luke Brooks, Twitter account. Charlotte Evans. Try Ken Cook. See what you got. There's a, I have Jerry Brooks with a J. Apparently he's attempted robbery with a dangerous weapon. <laughs> 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 and then how about, all right, so let's do Ken Cook. Searching content from across the, the universe. universe. Uh, and you guys are watching this. You know, I'm, I'm sorry for the guys not watching the video, but, you know, tune in on Tuesday nights. You can see the video. Um, so here we are. So do you, while that's searching up, Tommy, managing a reputation, is that desirable in your mind? Or letting it be what it is? I think the more that you know, I mean... Obviously, if, if a business in this day and age is not treating their customers well, 
certainly one of the ways you're going to find that out is to Google their name. And then you're going to find all kinds of negative uh, feedback on an individual yeah. business. That would uh, almost be more helpful than this thing. Yeah. I'm, Project I'm, X Party Tonight Pool Hot Tub Beer Pong. Cook's Mill Road in Georgetown, BYOB, BYOW. Nope, not me. Not you, Ken? Nope. You're not throwing a big uh, hootenanny party? Nope. Leave your booze and weed at home. It ain't me. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, Kenya said... <laughs> no. Not sure I can say that. Papa... Because he ain't cook for the... I can't read any of those. That's uh, that's all very dirty. If you want to do it, go to a social mention and put in Ken Cook. But I mean, <laughs> back to reputation. though, it, that's what you have Angie's list for if you're buying consumer product, consumer services. Ken and Cook. That's I mean, you got uh, you, you get the electrician, the plumber, etc. Yeah, that way. You got to be impressed with Angie's list. I mean, that is that's like a nothing website. Of just you know, just organize a database, yeah. and then buy a pissload of advertising. Well, they're interesting because they are expanding into where our home is up in Massachusetts, and we get calls at home occasionally asking us to talk to them about what do we have? We had a painter. Have we used a painter lately that we've liked? Yeah. Uh, there was another skills contractor category that i can't remember and then they asked us specifically about three people one of them was a dermatologist one of them was a dentist and i can't remember the third one and they had specific names tied to it are you aware of dr john doe and if so what do you think of them so i mean they they really do try and build in the street re reputation for these people what are rep people actually saying about them so yeah. i thought that was kind of admirable so to back to your question to me, mm -hmm. what's the, I'm wondering the validity of this in this moment in time as opposed to the validity of this a year from now and it 10 years. It doesn't exist in a year from now. It doesn't exist a day from now. I mean, in national press, it's a 24-hour cycle. Online, it's a 24-second cycle. I mean, it whatever someone says about you online is so buried and so deep 24 seconds later that who cares oh you think it's yeah you, you think even searchable results i mean if someone i mean i don't know you may be right i mean you may be so 100 percent right yeah but again it you know it's it comes down to because the search algorithm that you know really google uses because mm -hmm. they're, they're the big fish it's so complicated and you know, none of us can even approach understanding it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's true or not. I've I heard, would... I've never heard a story of, hey, my reputation online got in trouble, other than from people who are trying to sell me reputation defense online. I've I would, never heard of that problem before. I would rather manage my reputation online with positive online content that I develop. Yeah, I mean, and, and you got to imagine that the people who are going to be upset are going to be upset and then done. I don't think, I mean, unless you really, really, really screw someone in a business deal, people are going to like be like, ah, whatever. But yeah. Do keep in mind that this particular author, 
Mr. Brandon, um, you know, his, it wasn't his intention to piss anybody off. He was just doing a review, if you will, yeah. of this gaming piece of software. But needless to say, I mean, not that I know a lot about it. I don't. I do know a little bit just because of my kids. But the gaming world is an intense world. I mean, these people oh, are incredibly passionate about what they do in the games that they play. And because he didn't provide the glowing remarks mm. on this software that... A lot of people were anticipating you know they they went out to chop his you know legs and arms off such as the role of the movie critic right exactly. yeah 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 so how do you manage that i don't know if you can manage that i'm it, not sure I'm, and i'm not sure back to what we opened with putting first things first is this something you really want to spend time on yeah i i don't i don't think you know, let's not worry about it. I mean, if you're worried about your online reputation, that means that you're doing something online. And I think you said it best. Keep producing good content. Yeah. And, you know, the, the guy who gets bent out of shape because of the one article that you wrote that doesn't totally agree with whatever his worldview is, yeah, he'll he'll smash you around a little bit, but then he'll get tired and go away. Or, you know, if he's that kind of person, he's going to go find a, he's going to go pick a fight with someone else. Yeah. So don't take the bait. I think that's a. I think that's the right way to it's do it. It's a good point. It's a really yeah. good point. I'm with you on that one. You're so brilliant. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> uh, What's next, Brian? Come What's on. next? Lead, lead the charge. You've got the little. Uh, well, what is next is uh, centralctdental.com. Go ahead. Is this our swan song? It's our swan song. I can I can hear it. All right, then I want to save for next week. Yeah. New York being the most connected city in the U.S. One you found great article oh yeah it is kind of cool they're doing wi-fi everywhere you yeah. want to save that you're gonna have to remember because i'm not gonna remember okay uh central connecticut central ct dental.com if you have a routine issue or a very serious issue uh go nowhere else than central ct dental.com easy to get to in the plainville farmington line you can give them a call at 860-747-5761 or, and we didn't have to tell them this, they, they were already doing it when they became a sponsor, make an appointment online at centralctdental.com. I think that has got to be the smartest way to do it. And I told them to get rid of all the fax machines. You know how people used to do orders through fax machines and stuff? Mm. And so just, get rid, just throw your fax machine out. If you're a business owner, throw your fax machine out. There is no reason. To have a fax machine. If, if you want a fax, use e-fax. Yeah, you, you email the person. Yeah. You email the person the document. Done. Uh, You'd that's be just surprised, though. <laughs> Lots of them out there. Right. No, yeah, I mean, but it's just because people don't understand. What cracks me up is email is what a fax machine is. Uh, a fax machine is merely an email receiver with an automatic print function. It's exactly what yeah. it is. That's pretty good. It's, I mean, and it's not just like, what are they, like, that's the, the exact same technology, and then they stuck a printer on it. It cracks me up. Anyway, it comes electronically. CentralCTDental.com. You can make an appointment online. Go check them out. Mm. Um, and any final thoughts that you want to bring up, gentlemen, before we uh, before we get rocking and rolling. Uh, stay cool, everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely Once a, again, little, a little warm out. Condolences to the Covey family worldwide. Thank you, Steve. Exactly. You made for some interesting reading. Cheers, folks. 
Uh, thank you all for listening. We couldn't have done the help uh, of our sponsors, Amazon.com, Gateway Financial, the accounting firm of Budwitz and Meyer, Jack D., Water Seafood of Avon, and CentralCTDental.com. Very special thanks to our chat room moderator, Evan Richards, and the technical team over at the Independent Media Network, Lon Seidman and Doug Hardy. We are closing up business for this week, but next Tuesday at 5 o'clock, we will once again be open for business. We'll see you later. <laughs>